Hey everybody, and welcome to another episode of Nerds with Friends. My name is Cody Leach, and as always, I'm joined by Christian Garcia. Hola. Hola. Thank you guys for liking and subscribing. Make sure you click the little bell icon down at the bottom if you're watching on YouTube. That lets you know when new videos are coming out. Um, and if you're on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or Stitcher or Audible, any of those, just follow or subscribe, whatever they're telling you to do. We do appreciate it. Um, all of our info can be found at nerdswithfriendspodcast.com or you can support the show at patreon.com slash nerdswithfriends. Give us some money. Yeah, we need the money. But we do appreciate all you, all you guys' support for the patrons who are our patrons. We do appreciate that. Uh, today we're going to be talking a little bit. Uh, okay, so what was the term that you threw at me this morning? <laughs> Bat stands. Bat stands. And I don't know exactly, I didn't know, I wasn't familiar with that it's, term. It's the guys who, you know, with enough prep time, Batman can be, insert whatever fucking character. Okay, so he can, you know, he can basically, like, if, if Bat... It's, it's the, the annoying super, like, there's the regular fans, but it's like mm -hmm. the more extremists where they're like, oh yeah, like, he can fucking beat... Fucking yeah, Batman could beat Superman if he had enough time to prepare, right? I think, which that's, is, yeah, I think which, that's the classic one, right? Basically. Right. I mean, I think Superman kind of has that one built-in weakness to him, the kryptonite, right? So, you know, basically anyone with kryptonite could potentially kill Superman, though he has fucking laser vision also. Yeah, I mean, so. if he's far away, just destroy it. But uh, so that'll be kind of a topic. We figured it was kind of appropriate with the new uh, The Batman movie um, rapidly approaching. And we're hearing more and more and more about it. Um, and we're also hearing that in the Flash movie with uh, uh, what's his name? Ezra Miller. There's uh, been more coming out about uh, Michael Keaton being in it as as the original Batman. Um, they were like, oh, Mar Marvel's doing the fucking multiverse. We better get on that yeah, shit. We better get on that shit. Beat him to it. Yeah, so the the Batman, as it stands right now, is coming out March 4th. So still plenty of time out there. But figured it would be a fun exercise to figure out, will be the anti-Bat stands. Be like, who can beat the Cape Crusader? So we'll be talking a little bit about that. We're, I know for sure we're going to catch some heat about it. Yeah, yeah, fuck the, that's okay. I don't give a shit got some hot takes I'll, I'll do some hot takes all day long um before we do that let's do some nerdy confessions where we confess the things that make us nerds why don't you kick us off christian i was surprised i uh, my nerdy confessions i watched uh, fear street which um i wasn't planning on watching it. that's a new netflix one right yes and i didn't know it was a well when i found out that it was rl stein which not gonna lie i enjoyed you know goosebumps as a kid you know they don't really age well <laughs> <laughs> so, but so many people were talking about it and I checked it out and I, I, I should not have enjoyed it as much as I did. It was, <laughs> it's actually pretty good. I felt it was pretty good. I don't, I, I feel like you might like it, but okay. yeah, I, I've seen it on Netflix and there's going to be like multiple ones, right? Yeah. So I saw Fear Street in 1998, I believe it was, and then started the second one. Uh, didn't get to finish it, but I was, I was shocked. Um, I'm a, I haven't read any of the Fear Street books, so I don't know if it was as gruesome as what Netflix did. So they the Fear Street books are also R.L. Stein books? Yes. Yeah, okay. I think it's like, you know, Goosebumps was like his kid. Preteens and like yeah. Fear Street I believe was supposed to be teens. Okay. But I was I was shocked. It was I was surprised. I didn't think I was gonna like the character as much as I did. Um 
I would definitely say check it out. Um, there were some great funny parts. Um, I could imagine some people not liking it, but I enjoyed it. I, I was shocked. I was going into thinking I was not going to like it. Okay, interesting. But I would say check it out. I've been curious about your opinion. Yeah, uh, I might check it out. I, I, I've seen the, you know, I saw the little preview stinger for it or something like that, and I was like, oh, that looks, looks kind of interesting. It's kind of weird to have like an anthology type um, show like that where. What that's is, it, what is it? Is it like an hour long? No, or is it's it a like full a full movie. Full movie. That's, okay. that's what I thought it was interesting. That uh, That's what I thought it was going to be episodes. I'm like, oh, this one episode's really fucking long. And I was like, oh, no, it's a full movie. Interesting. Yeah, I might have to check that one out. All right. My nerdy confession. Um, I feel like, you know, we do this nerdy podcast and we're talking mostly about video games, movies, books. comic books, books, uh, tabletop RPGs. I feel like the there's a group that doesn't get represented enough, and that's music nerds. Okay. And I, I identify as a music nerd. Uh, and so my nerdy confession this week is that, and we talked about it before D&D, is that I'm a huge John Mayer fan. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm not afraid who knows it. Uh, I think a lot of people, and it's funny too because – a lot of people, when they say when they hear I'm a big John Mayer fan, they're like, oh, what? Your body is a wonderland? That's the joke all the time. <laughs> and I get it. Like, that song is like your classic, like, gross pop song, right? But if you look into any of his other music, he's an incredible guitar player and a great songwriter. And what really turned me on to uh, John Mayer was there was this album that came out, I think in like 2005 or 2006, called the John Mayer Trio Live. And it's called Try. The concert was called Try. And it was him and these two other great studio musicians, Pino Palladino and Steve Jordan. And it was just three of them. And the the one album, it was a live album that they put out, was incredible. It had some of the best guitar playing I've ever heard. He plays like a Jimi Hendrix song on there. He plays a bunch of blues songs. And that one kind of turned me on to him. I'm like, Dude, I, I never knew he could play like that. I had always seen him in these guitar magazines that I uh, subscribed to, and I, I, could, I never knew why. I'm like, ah, that's the, you know, da, you know, the Daughters and my, Your Body is a Wonderland guy. I'm like, I didn't know you could actually play guitar. And then he c- comes out with this other album, and it was like, holy shit. And so now uh, he has, like, released this new album called Sob Rock, which sob rock like sad rock yeah like sad rock and basically it's but not emo well what he's doing is he's uh if you look at like the album cover and you listen to the songs and stuff he's basically doing 80s like sob rock like the real sappy like electronic with synthesizer rock and stuff i thought maybe he was just reskinning blue blues (laughs) He's like, fuck it. I'm just going to just name it something else. No, it's, it's, uh, I mean, he does, he does some, you know, some strictly like John Mayer type stuff in there too, but like there's singles on there, which we can't really play on the podcast or on YouTube because of copyright thing. We'll just get flagged like crazy. So I'm not even going to try. Um, but there's some great songs on there. Like the, uh, last train home is the big single on there. And if you listen to it, it sounds like an, like an eighties, like Genesis song or Phil Collins song or something. Um, the song I'm really into right now is, uh, I guess I just feel like, which basically sounds like a grateful dead song. And he, he's been playing guitar with the dead and company, which is the remaining members of the grateful dead for several years now. And he's excellent. He sounds just like Jerry Garcia, which is crazy. I've just read that he's like a fucking psychopath, like 
outs like you know his personality like he's just fucking a weird fucking psychopath guy well, well if you watch like his like tiktoks or his youtubes and things like that or interviews he's he's pretty out there but he's also really he's really funny he's uh you know he's got kind of that like dark stand-up comedian humor to him kind of thing and, and psychopaths can be funny tom segura i'm pretty sure oh yeah he's slightly, psycho for sure slightly psycho and he's fucking hilarious yeah and so uh, I, I'm super juiced. I bought tickets to go see him uh, yesterday. And, uh, yeah, they were expensive, but they're fucking awesome. I'm, I'm super juiced. So that's my nerdy confession is I'm a big John Mayer fan. I do feel like it's something someone would feel shameful for, but I don't know enough about John Mayer to say why you should be shameful for it. Well, I think – But I think it's your right. His, his biggest hits were kind of like uh, very, I don't know, sappy. Yeah, sappy like like Jason Mraz. Remember that guy? No. Um, what was his song that he did? He, he he was like he was like a real sappy like acoustic love song kind of guy, you know. And I'm just like, ugh. <laughs> um, but I think what what I respect so much about John Mayer is that I feel like he played the music industry game. He put out like two albums, uh, Room for Squares, and then whatever the the one after that one was, that were like super pop hits that got like all the record sales that he could ever want. Right. Now he's like, now I can do whatever. The now fuck he's I like, want. now I can do whatever I want. And now he, since then he has been doing that. He's been he like the try album was just a blues rock album, which is awesome. And that's what I like is I like blues rock stuff. And he plays, he tours around the world with grateful dead now, which is amazing. Um, he has his own signature guitar from Paul Reed Smith, which is the same company I bought a guitar from. I didn't buy his guitar, but um, good for him. He probably secretly kills people every now and then and gets away with it because you know. As long as he keeps getting away with it, I'm down. <laughs> I'm I'm down. He does have like a ranch in Montana. Yeah, so that's where he's hiding the bodies. Yeah, easy. That's the best. But he he's so funny and like the fact that he does like these musical jokes, which when when you're when you're a musician and you know you listen to enough music and start learning how to play enough music you start to pick up on these things. And so like sob rock, for instance, it, it sounds like sappy eighties music, but because he's doing it and like doing it seriously, but it's also John Mayer. It's, it seems like a joke and he can really play guitar and you know, it's, they're all well-produced, but the fact that he put all this effort into it is hilarious to me. Does he have anything that sounds like turnaround bright eyes? Um, Cause that would be fucking hilarious. I mean, there's some stuff that y you can definitely get some, some of those vibes from some of the songs on there. <laughs> I'll play some for you after the show. Um, and, and then uh, new light was a single that he put out a while ago that is on this album where to do the music video for it, you know, music videos, they normally, sometimes they take, you know, million, million dollars to make a music video. You know, it's, it, they're like small, Jeez. small, small movies now. Right. But, but he's like, dude, fuck that. I'm going to go into one of those create your own music video green screen places like they have where you, you, you put in the music and then you dance around on the green screen and they put shit behind you. So he went into one of those with his own song and that's the music video for uh, the song new light. It's, it's the fantastic. only music video that I feel like I've watched that I feel that like would have been really expensive would be thriller. Like Michael because that was like all the Michael Jackson ones were amazing. You know, I don't care what he did to those kids. His music videos <laughs> were fantastic. Yeah, Thriller was great. 
as, as Cody's fine if people get hurt by musicians as yeah. long as they keep I'm okay great. separating the art from, from the artist, okay? <laughs> See, I feel like I have to do that with Tom Cruise because I feel like being a Scientologist, yeah. he has to be a garbage person, but I do enjoy the fuck out of his movies. Well, you know, I, I, don't, I don't know that he necessarily is a garbage person. He's definitely insane. But, you know, I feel like, uh, you know, he's – I feel like the Church of Scientology probably keeps him separate enough where he doesn't know where, like, the bodies are buried. You know what I mean? <laughs> he just makes them. He right? just he yeah. produces them. <laughs> yeah, just I killed three more hookers. That's Jesus fine. Christ, Tom. <laughs> He's like, sorry, Top Gun's coming out. I'm, I've been stressed. Uh, yeah, I think, you know, but, yeah, John Mayer is just – he's – the more I – like find out about him and see interviews of him and stuff like that. The more I love him. How much do you forgive Bill Cosby? Bill Cosby. Here's the thing. Here, here's my take on. Here's my take on Bill Cosby. Okay. As a stand-up comedian, I can understand his importance to the world of comedy. Okay. Right. I think he was hugely influential, and he he had a huge part in bringing stand-up comedy to like to the the ether the you know to everyone's attention right mm-hmm. him uh Richard Pryor George Carlin Eddie like, Murphy Eddie Murphy yeah Eddie Murphy was like he was late 70s wasn't he uh, Eddie Murphy no late 70s 80s. early 80s early 80s yeah, well, I mean that that leather suit from uh, from Delirious. Oh, that was definitely 80s. definitely 80s, <laughs> raw and delirious. Go on. But okay, so I I understand he's influential. Other than that I wasn't a huge fan of his jokes. Um, and the fact that he literally raped sounds like hundreds of women. Like, I think they, he should be thrown in jail for the rest of his life. My, my thing with him, like, that guy is also a different type of fucking psychopath because he would try to get other comedians, like, you know, you shouldn't curse in comedy. You, don't, you shouldn't have to use like, right. curse yeah, words he- as a crutch. Meanwhile, he was just raping women. Yeah, rape's, like, rape's not a curse word. <laughs> but that's insane to me. Like, right. dude, don't tell me how I do like my comedy. Well, I, I think that's I think that's the big betrayal that everyone kind of felt is that he played like I never really watched the Cosby's. That was before my time, and like I didn't watch a lot of sitcom TV like that. But for a lot of people, he was America's dad. He yeah. was the guy from the Jello commercial, which <laughs> is really weird looking back now. Um, he was, you know, was it Jello? Was it pudding? Was Jello pudding? Oh, well, yeah. Put you put the pudding pops in your anus. Great Bill Cosby, by the way. Um, <laughs> what was Tom Segura does the one? He's like, <laughs> his eyes. Well, that's fucking crazy, dude. Right. Like, oh, uh, oh, cursing is bad. How do you feel about rape? <laughs> right. Like- yeah. He. he it, it's weird, you know, and that that kind of shows his like socio sociopathic um, tendencies is that. He put such weight on, you know, you always, you know, tell young men to pull their pants up so they're not sagging and not curse. Like, Don't make it easy for me, guys. <laughs> yeah, and and so he, he he has all these this code that he preached and lived by. Meanwhile, he's doing this monstrous stuff behind the scenes. So and he, he well, not just got out as we're recording, but he's been out for a little bit now on a fucking technicality. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. Yeah. Well, I mean. Yeah, he's he's going to die soon, hopefully. Um, but yeah, I mean, now it, it would be different if maybe I was, you know, maybe I was a stand-up comedian who had who like he had been my inspiration to get into comedy. 
I would maybe feel a little differently about it. Maybe I would have some more conflicting, you know, feelings about like who he is and, and how I can separate his comedy. I wasn't a huge fan. Yes. Uh, Bill Cosby himself. I had that on vinyl and I listened to it, you know, there's some good stuff on there, but compared to someone like, like I really, and he's underrated when it comes to stand up comedy, Steve Martin, have you ever listened to Steve Martin? I've only I've only heard some of his jokes, but Ugh. the jokes I've heard, I was like, holy! I didn't know he had that in him, dude. He's he he basically he was kind of like the Beatles of comedy, where he got so big and so successful, he was just like, this is boring. I go out on stage, I could literally do anything, and they'll laugh at it. It's not fun for me anymore. He doesn't have to work at it, and so he quit stand up comedy. I'm like, Jesus Christ, he's <laughs> he's amazing. I've only seen one bit where he has where he went to a girl's house and like. Uh, he said, what did, he, what, did he, what did he say? I don't want to fuck it up. Oh, she had the hairiest pussy I'd ever seen. And then people were like, oh, like shocked. He's like, oh, he's like, you guys are disgusting. I was talking about her cat. And then he like, <laughs> takes a sip of water. He's like, that cat was the best fuck I ever had. And I was like, holy shit. <laughs> I was like, I didn't know he had that in him. I was That's like, God damn, that was fucking I don't weird. remember that one. That was fucking fire. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so, you know, I, I could see where if I was a stand-up who had grown up on him, or even someone who like loved the Cosby show. And that was like my show growing up. Um, like if, you know, for me, it would be like if Homer Simpson raped like 60 women, <laughs> you know, which who knows, it, you know, it could, could still come out. I mean, Simpson's been growing 30 years strong. He's had a yeah. lot of, yeah. a lot of time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, uh, but Bill Cosby's trying to do work again. He's like trying, he? he's like trying to, I think, produce some stuff. Like oh my God. nobody's going to fucking work with him. I don't know. And that, like, no women you, are. That's yeah. for sure. <laughs> Everyone has lids. Everyone has lids. <laughs> yeah. Everyone has. Make sure the seal isn't broken on your yeah. water bottle. <laughs> boba cups only. Just yeah, like. boba cups. Yeah, where they saran wrap. Yeah, it that's it. That's the only way you're getting your drink. <laughs> you see Bill Cosby in the back running to saran wrap yes. machine. Oh, like, oh no. But no, but like. Who let Bill back there? How fucking much of a psychopath do you think? Yeah. Like, dude, the world knows what you did. You got out of jail on this fucking technicality. And you still know. think people are going to work with well, you. Well, look at fucking OJ. Like, like, I mean, he's on Twitter. Like, that's about it. No, OJ straight up wrote a book called If I Had Done It. <laughs> oh, that's fair. Where he details how he would have murdered his wife and her lover or whatever. Say what you will about OJ. <laughs> but, <laughs> but the fucking balls to write that book. Oh, yeah. That guy's amazing. <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying what he did was okay. I'm just saying the yeah. fucking cojones to get away with that crime right. and just be like, now, if I had done it. Now, yeah, if I had done it. And then, like, he, he ended up, like, robbing a pawn shop of his own merchandise yeah, or something. He, and he, had bought, to, he had bought. That's what he went to jail for? He had bought, or the, the pawn shop guy had bought his storage unit legally. Oh, yeah, yeah. And through then, one of those auctions. Yeah, and so he found out, and he, like, I think he asked, I think, like, four big, huge football players who were still his buddies. And, yeah, they went and basically, like, Jesus you're going to give me my shit back. Or some shit's going to happen. <laughs> or I'm going to cut your head off. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> you know, get, get the Bronco ready. You know what was crazy about OJ's? I've always known him. I don't remember. Did you watch Naked Gun? Yes, yes. He was always that, like, oh, goofy, The nice bumbling guy. guy in there, yeah. And that's always how I picture him. So when I found out that it happened, I was like, that guy? Like, no fucking way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and I was a kid, so. I know. It's so funny. Yeah, it's it's crazy when you find out that, you know, like, well, you know, like Michael Jackson's a good example. Like, I am a big Michael Jackson fan of his music, right? Um, and I grew up listening to him and, like, Thriller, Beat It, um, 
you know, the whole off the wall album, you know, don't stop till you get enough. I love all of that music okay. so, so much. But, you know, when you watch a documentary where it talks, where little kids are talking about him, like looking at their buttholes and stuff like that. Yeah, it's it's a little hard to listen to that music, but then you hear the I'm like, oh fuck, I'm back in. <laughs> I haven't watched those documentaries, but uh, yeah, maybe because I don't, I, I don't know. One, one thing, I don't want to know. I know he did stuff. I don't want to know the yeah. details. And, and one thing here, here's one thing that that drives me nuts about those documentaries. Okay, so now I'm not a I'm not a parent. I do not have children. Okay, but I am a you know I've had you know, I have parents. And if I had come to my parents and been like, mom and dad, can I go sleep at Michael Jackson's house by myself? My dad would have been like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> no. <laughs> like, he's like, but he's, he's going to fly me out there. He's got a zoo. It's called Neverland Ranch. And you know, they've only got one bed, which is weird. So I'll just be chilling with him. But like no parents in their right mind should have said yes to that. And multiple ones did. You know, Macaulay Culkin has always said he's never, like, saw anything creepy. Yeah, poor guy. That's why he's all fucked up. He That's rejected. what I was wondering. Like, do you, like, do you think he's... Why denying? not me? Why <laughs> oh, not <yeah>. me, Michael? That's <laughs> my butt all not good enough. my resume of Home Alone. Look how adorable I am. Yeah. Yeah, I know. That That is strange. I mean, you know, uh, it, it could have been that he was just, you know, he, he liked that predator type behavior where you know or maybe all he was these... intimidated he's like now nah, this kid's too good looking he's never gonna go for it <laughs> yeah. or, or he was like convinced i saw that movie with the I, traps yeah, i saw gonna, the movie with the robbers he's gonna fuck me up yeah like... he's gonna hit me with paint camera try to jerk him off um i think that uh, maybe it was because he's so high profile and like all these other kids that you know allegedly he preyed on um were you know they're from lower income families and like Michael Jackson being the king of fucking pop could literally, you know, counter sue them into the ground yeah. if they went against him. Right. Collie Calkin, he was coming off that home alone money. That, yeah. Home alone. Yeah. Money. He's, he's getting lawyered he up. He did the home alone. He did the good son. He did. Uh, That's such a great movie. Yeah, that, was a good, that was a good one. Um, and then a bunch of other ones, the page master. He was in that one, wasn't he? Yeah. The cartoon, yeah, the yep. cartoon one. So, you know, he, he was too high profile maybe, and maybe he knew that, but who knows? Richie Rich, we let weren't us there. not forget. Rich, yeah, Richie Rich, that was a good one. Yeah, he had all the money, for sure. <laughs> we got on such an off topic. <laughs> I know. Yeah, how do we go from John Mayer to uh, sociopathic rapists? <laughs> all right, well, we're, uh, we're going to take a brief break to uh, cool off from that topic. Uh, and when we come back, we're going to be talking about who could defeat the caped crusader, Batman. We'll be right back. And we're back. All right. So, you know, I was just looking. This is only for YouTube people, but I was like looking at this, like, dude, that just looks like I have a really long armpit hair. But it's like, yeah, a shirt yeah, you've, you've got like the Padawan braid <laughs> on my fucking coming out. He's like, but I'm not gross. It's yeah, just, it's just you know, my shirt. The rat tail on my head is just too weird, but I'll, I'll wear one uh, coming out of my armpit. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what if there was like an alien in Star Wars that couldn't grow hair on their head? And they're like, dude, you got to get a rat tail somewhere. <laughs> It's like, well, it's I mean, I, I got Harry Pitts. He's like, well, better start go. growing that shit out. That, that's the one. That's the one. <laughs> All right. So these bat stands, that's what they're called? Yes. So a lot of, a common um, thread uh, amongst DC fans and particularly Batman fans is that Batman, 
being the resourceful world's greatest detective that he is with basically unlimited resources could in theory defeat pretty much anyone if he had enough time to prepare this is according to the bat stance. according to the i don't the bat subscribe stance. to that shit and a lot of people obviously argue with them because there are in the world of superheroes that's one of the most like common arguments is like who could beat you know outpower who right you know oh you know could could uh superman could superman beat batman could Batman beat Iron Man. Could Iron Man beat Captain America? You know, we've seen that over and over again. And so we we thought it would be fun to... We're going to take Batman down a couple take notches. Take Batman down. We're going to freaking grab him by the cape and show him who's boss. Grab him by the bat nipples. Bat nipples. All right, Christian, why don't you start us off? All right. Uh, I was trying to do all DC, but I don't know enough DC characters. Yeah, so that's fair. I have a bunch of Marvel. But um, I'll start with DC. Swamp Thing. He is not going to defeat Whoa, Swamp Thing. Okay. Swamp Thing can transform or it can transfer his consciousness into any plant life or vegetation. Basically, yeah. you can't kill him as long as he's around. Interesting. Once he just transferred his consciousness into Constantine's tobacco and he was able to regenerate back. So just out of pure like you're not gonna be able to stop him. Yeah. Like there's no way. There's no fucking way. That's that's a pretty deep pull i didn't know that about swamp thing but that's crazy yeah so if he's like if you fuck him up you he can regrow his limbs if he's like as long as he's on earth he's going to be connected to all plant life so he's basically right. a god exactly yeah that makes sense um you can chop away all he fucking wants swamp thing just stand there re- just, just regenerate and just regenerate yeah but wouldn't he come up with like maybe a bat pesticide or something or a bat what? herbicide uh, just just transfer to another plant like yeah oh, fuck that's it. true you're gonna run out of that repellent that's true all right uh so i i figured i would skip going the easy route and saying superman but real quick <laughs> let's be real Super- well technically well i guess he didn't do it alone he had help of green arrow so well yeah and here's here's the thing is that yes batman could beat superman if superman was holding back like he always does. Right. Superman could destroy everyone if he let himself go. But say something terrible happened. Batman killed Lois Lane, which, <laughs> you know, if that ever happened, God help him. Well, he doesn't kill anyone, so. He doesn't kill anyone except in, you know, all of the movies all the time. Um, but, yeah, if Superman was determined, he could totally destroy Batman because, first of all, Heat Vision and Super Breath, which are two, two – uh, powers of superman that are commonly left out when when talking about this discussion could takes take batman out from you know miles away see it's a little tough because we do have that comic you know um where they fought and batman did so i i unfortunately i would have to agree a little bit with the bat stands like all right well there's actual literature where someone wrote it out sure I'm, I'm not saying I'm not saying that Batman couldn't beat Superman. I'm saying that Superman could also beat Batman. Oh, you know sure. what I'm saying? I think that, you know, we're looking for like definitive answers here. And I think that one would could go back and forth so much because you forget that Superman's also a really smart dude too. You know, right. he's he's got like super intelligence from being a Kryptonian and whatever. But I mean, at the end of the day, you know, um, and if you know, obviously Kryptonite would have to come into play in this, but 
kryptonite only affects Superman when it's nearby him. So if Superman straight up threw an asteroid at Batman, <laughs> like he's not going to build a suit that's asteroid proof. You Maybe. know what I'm saying? I don't know. He's not going to. It's impossible. Um, but in, instead of Superman, uh, even though we spent a little time on it, I wanted to bring up the Sentry, which is Marvel's version. Ah, of, he was on my list of Superman. Uh, Sentry, who has one of the coolest, like I feel like he's a slept-on character in Marvel, because his character backstory that they made for him, where like he was an old superhero who, like, had this awoken psychic ability that basically wrote himself into the past Marvel universe. And then he became, and then he wrote himself out when he started having this personality split into this bad guy called the Void. Yep. Right. And so he's like a basically like a, I don't know, dual personality thing. But because he has this uh, psychic power that he was previously unaware of, he actually creates an alter ego um, and a true alter ego who operates separately from him entirely. But Sentry, the main like hero. He has the what is it? The strength of a million exploding suns. Yep, I've actually had arguments with people yep. where they were like, um, that the century couldn't beat Superman. I'm like, well, Superman uses one fucking sun. Yeah, he uses one, <laughs> one million, one sun. non-exploding sun. Yeah. <laughs> century has a million exploding suns, and um, you know we see Century fight like Hulk and things like that. And, and the only things that ever really take him out are his own, uh, like, you know delusions and things like that so if he got if he was able to get that under control he would just fucking throw batman into space yep he doesn't have the kryptonite weakness nope he, the only the only thing that batman could do is maybe talk him out of it that's about it that's about <laughs> it right all right what's another one for you um john constantine Ooh, okay um the dude is keanu reeves is super fucking slick he, he's a magi- or he's a, a magic user that rarely uses fucking magic just because his cunning mm-hmm. and his quick thinking is always getting him out of situations. The dude has guaranteed himself that he would never go to hell because he sold his soul to three different hell lords. So basically, if he were to go to hell, the lords of hell would have to go to war to claim his soul. Yeah. So they're like, well, fuck, we can't take him. <laughs> That's fucking clever. Like, um... And then he can use his magic, which, uh, I mean, I'm not too sure how many times Batman has gone against magic users. I'm sure big fans will correct me on Yeah, that. I'm sure he he had dealings with Zatanna and stuff, and I'm sure there was some sort of... But if the dude can trick saying three... Saying he probably fucked her. Yeah. If he can trick... <laughs> Pulling a scarf out. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> but if he can trick three fucking lords of hell, like, yep. I'm pretty sure he would make easy work of Batman. Yeah. In fact, I think... He's actually had tricked Batman into doing his bidding. Like yeah. he lied to him and he got Batman to do something he needed him to do. I think uh, one thing about Constantine too that kind of works in his favor is that the way his character is written is whenever there's a situation that comes up, he's got like a magic spell, talisman, artifact, whatever yeah. that was is perfect for that situation. So much like Batman is always prepared with his, you know, his bat shark repellent or bat whatever. <laughs> You know, Constantine always has some sort of, like, black magic type thing. So. But, again, that's his last resort. Even right. though he's very talented, that's his last. He, he will first try to talk mm-hmm. his way out of the situation. Mm-hmm. All right, next one for me. Freaking Wolverine. Okay, I, I – all right. So, the, now, there's some stipulations, I'd say. I, I have him down as a maybe. Yeah, definitely a maybe. I think when it comes to 
the the only thing that could like perhaps prepare Batman to fight Wolverine, I mean, he'd just have to like convince Magneto to be on his side. Well, okay, so my thing, and I hate to say it, but mm-hmm. if he knew like Wolverine's abilities, and I hate using the Bat Stands arguments, but if he knew his skeleton was made out of adamantium, he yeah. would probably make a very strong magnet, like throw it on the ground. All right, he's not going to move. Yeah. So that's why I'm like a maybe. But if there was no, he knew about him, and they just straight out went at right. it. There's no way with Wolverine's human but factor. One th- one thing with one thing with Wolverine too is that, you know, he's constantly fought people like Magneto and things like that, where the the magnetic aspect of it, he's able to overcome it somehow. You know what I mean? Well, with Magneto, he pulled off his adamantium, and then so he just went back to he his just bone healed, stuff. and then yeah, and then he then Batman would be like, well, fuck. <laughs> That was my whole deal. I spent a billion dollars on this electromagnet. <laughs> but one thing too is that you know Wolverine. You know uh, what? A cool parallel I think is that Wolverine has trained with samurais, right? right? And then Batman has trained with ninjas. You know, so that's kind of a cool parallel. I think their fighting styles would be uh, very interesting to see. Also, I think if you went into berserker mode, I think it'd be it'd be done. Yeah, like as much exactly. as Batman would want to be prepared. Mm, right. right. I think that. And that's one thing with Batman is he's an expert hand-to-hand fighter. But when you're dealing with, like, the the crazy rage monster, Tasmanian devil, that is, you know, uh, Wolverine, I think that that's where he's going to run into some problems. For sure. Next one for you. All right. This is one of my – another uh, DC. Plastic Man. Okay. Plastic Man is basically indestructible. So whatever he's going to fucking throw – the only thing that would kind of mess him up is – he. If he got frozen, but even then he's he's worked his way out of it. But you basically can't fucking destroy him, um, and I think he'd have a fucking tough time against him. He's a guy who wears sunglasses all the time, right? Yes, that's the best. He's like he's like the cool Reed Richards. Yeah, like if you shoot him with a bullet, he just you know becomes so dense that it won't go through. Mm-hmm. You know, or if any situation, he can just like he's actually made holes in his body to have bullets go through. So any batarang he throws at him, yeah, uh, is not going to fucking be a big deal. But yeah. I think, uh, yeah, I don't think he'd fucking beat him. Um, so for my next one, I, I want to go with uh, maybe someone you might not think of. Okay. I don't know if you had this on your list. Professor X. Oh, no, I did not, but that's a fucking good one. Yeah, everyone doesn't count on the cripple guy. But <laughs> the thing is, like, the whole reason Batman is Batman is because he's got deep psychological problems. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right? And I feel like that is totally Professor X's wheelhouse. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. He would just go in there and be like, oh, you're surrounded by bats and, and parent killing people. And you're like, oh, no. And he would it would just reduce Batman to like, you know. Or even just wipe his mind if he wanted to. Yeah, yeah exactly. Turn him into Robin. Yeah. <laughs> or the Joker. That would be, cool, be a cool one. Oh, well, Professor X would never do that. But, I mean, he could. <laughs> He'd make him wet his bat, bat pants. <laughs> yeah, I think, you know, being an Omega-level, you know, psychic mutant. I think that Professor X just – it's hard to prepare against that. Now, you know – Unless he does his homework. He's like, oh, Magneto's got one of those Magne- helmets. Magneto's got one of those helmets. But that that doesn't – that still leaves a non-superpowered Batman surrounded by other people, including – think about the Bat family. You got Robin. You got Nightwing. Fuck, even Alfred, right? Like you got all these people who are surrounding Batman – and a lot of them have been trained directly by him that freaking Professor X could just make fight Batman. Oh, that's true. Right? So I think I think he, like a, the psychic 
type of, uh, you know, angle is a, is a pretty strong one in the favor of somebody else. Got another? Yeah, I have a bunch. Okay. <laughs> uh, Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. Yeah. There's the Sorcerer no, Supreme. There's no way. There's no way. I don't know if Batman knows any magic stuff, which I don't think he does. But, I mean, Doctor Strange is the sole defender against all magical enemies of planet Earth. He does yeah. it by fuck himself. Um, he's very much like Batman in the sense he's got a spell for fucking everything and he's right. just always fucking ready. I don't think Batman has any fucking chance. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, again, like Constantine, he always has something up his sleeve that, and that's kind of an, you know, it's a lazy way of writing, but it's also a fun way. Cause then you can, inst- you can always have something up your sleeve, you know, sometimes literally to get him out of a certain situation. Oh, this is the, you know, the amulet of whatever. This is the bracelet of whatever. This is the, you know, cloak of whatever. And oh, it, yeah. it's always, you know, getting him out of something. I mean, he captures demons. And he's got one, at, a, a demon that wants to fucking kill him. Like, that's his sole purpose. And he's got him strapped to his chest yeah. like a fucking gem. And he makes that demon do spells for him. Like, that's yeah, exactly. a fucking G shit. Yeah, he's some fucking badass. All right. Uh, let's see. Who would be my next one? Uh, Freaking Galactus. Galactus would just eat Earth with Batman on it. End of story. Yep. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. I'll get. Oh, since you went Galactus, you could I'll maybe punch him into space. Also, just like flick him. Yeah. Flick him uh, so him. since you went uh, Galactus, Silver Surfer. Silver Surfer. There's yeah. No fucking way. I thought about putting him on there too. I think Galactus is just a funnier visual. You know, <laughs> it's just like he's just like, Mer. and Batman's like throwing batarangs at him. It's like, bing, 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 bing. It's like. Yeah, Silver Surfer. I mean, he's got the power cosmic, right? Yep. Uh, he can fly through space. Um, doesn't have any like severe weaknesses, like you know, uh, like Superman. So you just surf down, grab Batman by the cape, or his grappling hook, or whatever, just and turn just, him into molecules, just blick, and just fly him into space. Yeah, that's just it. Throw him into the sun. I think, I think Batman would have a lot of problems with people like that. Like for instance, well, no, that's not true. I actually just thought myself out of this one because that's that's what you get for not being uh, prepared with a character. But like I was gonna say, like Green Lantern. Green Lantern could probably own Batman. Which, if it came down to Green Lantern's powers versus Batman's powers, I could see that happening. But we're talking about Batman preparing, right? And so he could just like, you know, I don't know, chop off his finger and grab the ring, and then <laughs> while now he's sleeping just while he's sleeping, ah, why? And then 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 it would be over, no problem. Um, Silver Surfer, uh, you go another one. I, f- I forgot what my next one was. Okay. I, I actually have some maybes. On okay. Here, so I'll throw out a maybe. Daredevil. Maybe. Mm. Maybe. Maybe. Al- also trained by ninjas. Right. Uh, uh slightly superpowered with his advanced senses. So that's, that's where I'm like, okay, anything Batman does, he's going to sense the change in the wind. So he's going to be mm-hmm. ready for it. He would be the guy who would like Batman, you know, does his like cool thing where he's like already there and and Daredevil would be just like, "Hello Bruce." He's like, "What? How'd you know it was me?" And he'd be like, "You wear the same cologne all the time." The, like, oh fuck. The reason why I say maybe if and again with oh, research and prep time, if he knew that he would he could he sense, you know, like by radar, then if he just do threw something super loud to throw him off or something and it's like, "All right." Yeah. Then, you know, he'd have the upper hand. Yeah, but I also think that that Daredevil has has had a lot of time to kind of combat that. You know what I mean? 
Like he's gotten more and more used to like, you know, not getting debilitated when a balloon pops, you know? <laughs> um, but you're right. It could, maybe he has, maybe Batman could do like a sonic gun or something like right. that. Mm-hmm. You know, I could see that. But at the same time, I think uh, Daredevil would have a lot of answers for a lot of Batman's main tactics. You know, the silence and stealth and stuff. I don't think that would fly with no. Daredevil. He's not going to catch him off guard. Exactly. Exactly. Hand-to-hand combat, it would be very close. Um, let's see here. I would say, what about like, what about Wonder Woman? She doesn't really have that many like glaring weaknesses. I so okay. I don't know enough if in the comics if if she, because before her uh, if she got tied up, then that was her weakness, right? She oh, was tied up by a man. T- tied up by. Oh yeah, that's right. That was a part of her. T- so I'm wondering, <laughs> yeah. is that still a thing? Uh. I feel like they had to have retconned that by now. Right? I mean, that's the only reason why I didn't add her. Yeah. I was like, if he tied her up, technically. Because she was she was basically created by a big S&M guy, right? That was, like, why she was created. The guy was, like, super into bondage. That's why she ties people up and stuff. Um, maybe you didn't know that. but what, No, but so yeah. we're looking it up now. Uh, does, does Wonder Woman have a weakness? Originally, she had two weaknesses, both based on the fact that the bracelets she wore were bracelets of submission. Okay. First, if a man managed uh, to tie her bracelets together, she would lose all her superpowers exactly like uh, Superman and Kryptonite. Um, and That's the only reason I didn't add her, because I was like, oh, yeah, she'd for sure fucking murder him. But I was yeah. like, wait, I'm not too sure if that weakness is still there. <laughs> uh, or she could... Um, oh, here, here's a good. Tower of Babel, Justice League, Doom had Batman... Batman's contingency plan for her to uh, have her hallucinate and keep fighting until she dies of exhaustion. So there already was a uh, a kind of a thing that they had. Batman had, you know, Batman has those contingency right. plans for everyone, right? Um, yeah. So if man, if a man tied up her bracelets together, she would lose her power. Second, if her bracelets were ever lost or broken, she'd go into an uncontrollable rage. But that's like some golden age shit. Uh, modern age Wonder Woman has no specific called out weakness. Okay, so they they took it off. Okay, yeah. Yep. Then yes, I would agree. Wonder Woman for sure. Yeah, I think I think Wonder wow. Woman would for sure. Um, getting into getting into some Marvel stuff, I think that like maybe not a direct comparison to Bat uh, to Batman, but Iron Man is kind of the Batman of the Marvel universe. Okay, so I have him down on my list, but I actually have him down as a maybe, maybe right. Because if he knew how the suit was powered, he would just prepare for it and fucking, you know, depowered or whatever. Right. But also, Iron Man does the same kind of stuff. That's why it's a maybe. So, to me, it's who's writing it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Who's writing the comic. <laughs> yeah. Um, because, yeah, he was like, oh, this fucking douchebag likes to use little tricks. I'm just going to make a suit out of plastic or I yeah. don't know, something like If it's freaking Mark Miller or, uh, no, not Mark Miller, Frank Miller. Mark Miller is a different comic book writer. Frank Miller writing Batman. Batman's probably going to win. If it's Mark Millar, who I think he wrote, or uh, J. Michael Bendis, those guys are probably going to have Iron Man win. Um, But But yeah. yeah, I have him down as a maybe. They're both kind of those characters that have a gadget or a suit for everything. Right. Remember like like primetime Batman back in the 90s, like the 90s toys, where like there was like Arctic Batman, underwater Batman. Yeah. Volcano Batman, Jungle Batman, you know, he had a suit for fucking everything. I think their biggest contest would be like who has more money in the bank. 
Mm. I think that's a really good. Day. That's true. Yeah, they would just they would just have a corporate buyout, and that would be their their <laughs> test of strength. <laughs> we got another one. What's another for sure one you think? For sure. Yeah. For sure. Uh, Thor. Thor. I agree. There's no fucking way. There's no way. There's no fucking way. I mean, like like Thor, Odin, even Loki. I think Loki could probably right. um, get by him no problem. Although Loki, I think his ego might get in the way. I true. Think. True. Though, you know, that has been Thor's weakness in the past, too, is his, his ego and his, you know, uh, brazen... Uh, you know, there's one I've been holding back that I'm surprised you haven't said yet. Was it Goku? No, but that that's a big thing on the fucking internet, too. Yeah. But, they, yeah, there's no fucking way. Which one? Uh, Captain America. Captain America. Here's why I didn't put Captain America on. I think he's a maybe also. Okay. Because I think when it comes to hand-to-hand combat um, and strength, Captain America wins. Because Batman, you know, first of all, they should be similar in maybe strength because Captain America is supposed to be peak human ability, right? Right. And while Batman is probably pretty close to peak human ability, right? he's probably not the peak. Right. Right? So um, even if he's one percentage off, that means Captain America outpowers him. Captain America is also one of the best hand-to-hand combat uh, people in the Marvel Universe. Um, and he's got a freaking vibranium shield. Right. Um, so he's used to throwing shit around and whatnot. The thing that that worries me is just the other gadgets that Batman has. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Maybe he comes up with like again, like some weird mag, uh, some weird magnet thing for the shield, or you know, comes up with an anti super soldier serum or something like that. That's where I think it gets a little sticky. Okay, but see, my my biggest thing is Batman is the world's greatest detective, mm-hmm. and. Captain America is the world's greatest fucking soldier. Person. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> or that too. <laughs> that's, that's right. And I know in the movies they don't really focus it, focus too much on, but uh, Captain America is also very fucking smart. Right. And he, he's like a master tactician. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's why I'm like, I feel like where he has <clears throat> the upper hand. And also, you know, if you think about it, Captain America has gone toe to toe and either won or tied with people way more powerful than him, like yeah. Namor. Like him and Namor have fought on a couple occasions, you know? Um, and Namor respects him. He's like the only human being that that superpowered. Same with Thor. Mutant. He's like he's Thor. The, he's the only yeah. human that would give me an order that I would I would do that I would listen to. He, you know, he pushes the Hulk around. You know, for yeah. that matter. You know, it's like, yeah, Captain America is awesome. It's just as much as I love him, you know, I could see where the bat stands would come from on that one. That, but he's definitely on my maybe list for sure. Um, I did mention Goku. Yes, and I mean. There's just no way. Like, I mean, <laughs> there's no way that Batman could do anything to Goku. You look at how fast Goku moves in Dragon Ball Z and Dragon Ball uh, Super, and it like Batman would just get his freaking spine ripped out. Also, although he wouldn't do well, no, he, he think, might if, yeah, he, if he got him mad enough. If he like killed Krillin or something like that. But he's pure of heart, so I don't know if he'd fucking. Yeah, do but it. he also destroyed a planet when Frieza killed Krillin. So <laughs> he just he kamehameha or spirit bombed the planet Namek into nothing. Nah, I'm sure they had it coming. <laughs> they only had one cool one, which is Piccolo. Green bastards. <laughs> um, but uh, no, yeah, I think you know all of his throwing of fireball, energy ball type things. Um, would just be hard to counter unless like Batman learned how to do that. The only way is if like 
Batman pleaded with him and convinced him, I am not a worthy adversary. Yeah. <laughs> and then just convinced him, like, I, I'm not at your power but, level. But Goku would be like, come on, we'll never know unless we try. Yeah. <laughs> and then you're just instant transportation and just fucking own him. Um, plus, the way Goku is written is he always, like, even if Batman were to beat him, Goku's story arc is always maybe he gets beaten or tied or whatever, then he comes back stronger and destroys. Yeah, he just trains harder. Yeah, he just trains harder. And because of his it's written into the Saiyan uh ancestry that Saiyans every time they're beaten, if they're beaten within an inch of their life or whatever, yeah, they, become, they stronger. become stronger. So just just from that fe- effect, which, you know, I think that he, he would own no problem. Give me one more, Christian. Spider Man. My all-time favorite. Okay. Spidey Sense. He's not going to get fucking by it. None of his little gadgets or tricks. Yep. Spider-Man's going to be ready. Peter uh, Parker, also super smart. Super smart. Yep. He's just now, well, now he became recently rich, but he was always broke. That was his big. Oh, well, how do you get rich? He, I he th- sold his own comic book. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I have a stack of these fucking uh, things. No, he started, um, so he started inventing, you know, like when he's the same thing like Batman. There's an enemy. Who, okay, I need to. This is like, oh, he's made of electricity, so I need to make a web shooter that will like stop. Yeah, that's insulated or whatever. He's so he got- started using what he was making and putting it into like technology that he could sell. Makes sense. Like, oh well, this insulation would be good for blah. I don't know some something. And now I've sold it, and like now people can buy that shit. So. Interesting. Yeah, but what? I've always liked them broke, so I prefer them. Broke. It was always a that was always one of his interesting character dynamics is that you know we see Superman. Batman, Captain America, Iron Man, all of these guys, whether whether they're just, you know, their secret identity is just a regular dude who can take as many vacation days as he want. In the case of Clark Kent, like everyone, no one ever notices that he's gone. He's busy writing an article. Yeah, he's off on a case. He only turns in like one article a year. It's crazy. Uh, but with Peter Parker, because he was struggling, it really showed like he more than almost anyone else really showed what a common man would have to go through if he was oh, yeah. trying to become like, a oh, I superhero super- at night, but I got my fucking, well, when he was a photographer, yeah. he was doing that. Or when he was a teacher, he's like, oh, I got my yeah. fucking day job. His relationship would be falling apart. His rent would be due. Like he would have all of these, you know, uh, consequences of the superhero identity, which you didn't see as much in a lot of the other ones, right. you know? So I, I always really like that but yeah he always had he always has a gadget too he's got a little like remote control spider drone or the fancy suit that repels electricity or batterings or whatever also there was a part where he lost his spidey sense so right. he couldn't rely on but he that. trained with like iron fist yeah and then he became really good at fucking fighting yeah so then now with the spidey sense back there's no fucking way yeah yeah i think i think that's that's a good call because i think the spidey sense you know is it, a lot of people think it's kind of like, oh, my spidey sense is tingling. That's kind of a joke. But it's it's one of the most useful powers in the MCU. You know what I mean? To be able to have that like slight foresight of things oh, yeah. that are going to happen, coupled with his like super reflexes and all that good stuff, I think. Pretty, uh, pretty powerful. Um, I don't think I have any more. Let me think of any outside Marvel, maybe. Um well, I mean, here, here's one that's kind of uh, stipulations. I think Neo from The Matrix, but it would, well, have, have, to it would have to be Matrix. in The Matrix. Yeah. I mean, he kind of, at the end of The Matrix trilogy, he kind of shows that he can do stuff out of The Matrix, too, 
Remember but he didn't he, fly. Remember he when just... he stops? To, well, maybe maybe given a couple you know months trying it before he gets uh, lost to the robots. <laughs> you know, maybe maybe he could have. But in the Matrix, he would fuck up Batman oh, yeah. for sure. No fucking chance. Um, how about uh, how about Optimus Prime? I mean, he's a gi- gigantic robot. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Uh, any honorable mentions? Uh, One you just want to throw in there last minute? Let's see. Uh, uh, Doctor Doom. There's no fucking Ooh, Doctor Doom, yeah. Because he's uh, also a master tech. Magic. Magic. Te- you know, technology. I think that's, that's a that's a pretty solid call. Um, King of the Conqueror, just because uh, he just came out and, like, he knows everything. He knows how it's yeah, going to fucking go. He knows how everything would go down kind of thing. You would be falling into his... Into his plan for sure, and then uh, I was gonna throw in maybe just to piss people off, Squirrel Girl. Squirrel Girl. I mean, she took out Thanos. Exactly. And oh, that's right. Yeah, she beat Thanos. She also beat uh, Doctor Doom, the real Doctor Doom, not oh, even nice. like the not Doom, a Doom Bot or whatever. Nope. Uh, we could also, you know, another fan favorite, Ant Man, could go up into his butt and then grow into Giant Man, and, and then just yeah, fucking that's explode it, explode him. I guess Batman would just make a seal tight suit. He would. He would. He would train his anus just to like. <laughs> So you flex and like, and then it would crush him. You just see a little pop, and it would crush Ant Man in his butthole. I mean, it's possible. I guess so. I mean, he does all sorts of other exercises, you know, pushing the tire over and crap like that. Yeah, hitting with a sledgehammer. He's probably doing Kegels or whatever. For sure. But <laughs> do Kegels right now, Joker. <laughs> oh, actually, that was one that I was gonna throw in as a like. Technic, I feel technically Joker always fucking wins. Yeah. He always kills people. Batman throws him in jail. He gets out and he kills more people. Right. He's like he's consistently winning. Here's the here's the thing. I thought about putting the Joker on my list too. And I think if there was a stipulation that the Joker finally wanted to kill Batman, he would. Like he would be able to defeat him no problem. Because Batman just he all these years, the whole deal, the reason why he can never beat the Joker, first of all, he he won't stoop to Joker's level of killing people. And he doesn't understand him. He's just he's too chaotic for Batman to think like him. Right. So that's why he can always kind of you know, he's Batman's always caught up in his plans and things like that. But I think the Joker as much as, you know, as much as uh the Joker is Batman's nemesis, I think that the Joker needs Batman for a sense of purpose. And because of that, he'll never kill Batman. Oh, for sure. You know what I mean? He just likes to burn the world around him kind of thing. Also, Fuck Batman in the sense that, like, his principle of not killing means more to him than saving innocent lives yeah. every time the Joker gets out. Yeah. yeah. Also, I mean, he's killed people. <laughs> like, there's there's been so many times where he's, like, like he would have snapped necks, drowned people. It's like, they're fine. Yeah. It's like, no, nah, his neck is broken. Nah, he's, no, see, his, his neck broke because his car flipped upside down. Yeah, but you flipped his car upside down. Yeah, but I did that to the car, not to him. So technically, so technically, it wasn't fucking me. Wasn't me. Yeah. Well, let us know uh, what you guys think. Who do you think could beat Batman? Or in that sense, are you a Bat Stan? And who do you think Batman could beat? And correct us on why everything we said was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's the fun part about doing any of these kind of arguments is that if you, because it's all fake, and there's so been so much like rewriting and retconning over the years anyone can make an argument for anything really you know squirrel girl is the perfect one like she's a she's kind of a joke character but she's definitely taken out some of the strongest villains in marvel history but because it's in marvel comic books you're like well i don't know i guess i guess it could fucking work 
So, uh, you know, let us know what you think. Who who could beat Batman and who could take him down? And then who could he who, who could he take out that, you know, a lot of people wouldn't think. Like, you know, could he take down Thor or Odin? Here's a spoiler alert. No, he cannot. But uh, we'd love to hear from you guys. Drop it down in the comments on YouTube. Uh, send us a tweet or Instagram or Facebook message. We appreciate all those, and we do read all of them. Uh, you can check out all of our information at nerdswithfriendspodcast.com. And uh, you can support the show at patreon.com slash nerdswithfriends. Thank you to all of our patrons who make this show possible. We do appreciate you. You should be seeing their names raising right above us. Uh, yep, there they go. And Christian. This is, I think this was a fun one. We'll have to uh, reconvene once we see the new Batman and see if, see if we were wrong see, on any. See which one of these guys could kick Robert Pattinson's ass. All of them. Yeah. And uh, to all the nerds out there, remember, you're not alone. You're with friends. This is Nerds with Friends. Thank you and good night. Good night.